It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome to Wise Guys. These guys know sports live here on the Wise Guys Sports Show on the Worldwide Sports Network on this beautiful Thursday, October the 28th evening. Everybody remember going follow Wise Guys on Twitter at Wise Guys underscore H, also on Facebook, Wise Guys. And be sure to follow Wise Guys on Instagram at These Guys Know Sports. You are live here with Trey Larkins. It is Thursday. It's Thursday night football powerhouse matchup tonight in the desert. I am excited about it. Y'all see who I'm repping tonight. Go, Pack, go. Woo! I love me some primetime football, baby. Under whatever circumstances, I love some primetime football. And we're going to get it tonight in the desert as the 6-1 and one Green Bay Packers take on the 7-0 and oh Arizona Cardinals for a mat in a matchup, you know, for the top of the NFC that could have major implications on seeding in the NFC. Let's talk about it. And let's also talk about my emotions <laughs> since the Green Bay Packers beat the Washington football team Sunday afternoon in Green Bay 24 to 10. So, you know, again, the Packers beat the Washington football team 24 to 10. Improved to six and one on the season. Packers on a six game winning streak. And so all of those critics after week one who said, oh, the Packers, they aren't going to be very good this year. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, he's not committed to the Packers this year in winning football games. The Packers are going to be a team that's not going to win many games this year. And Aaron Rodgers is on the downside of his career. He doesn't care about football anymore. All Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers did was win six straight games and position themselves for a primetime matchup tonight going up against the best team right now in the NFL in the Arizona Cardinals. So, you know, critics can be quiet for now because the Packers are 6-1 and one on the season. But after, you know, this, like, this was something I thought about after the Packers beat the Washington football team Sunday. Right now, honestly, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers said this in the postgame press conference about how the Packers, even though they are six and one and have won six straight games sitting at the top of the NFC North, they haven't played their best football yet. And a part of the reason why they haven't played their best football yet is because we haven't seen 
all pro tackle, David Bakhtiari, just yet. We saw in the week three matchup against the 49ers, no, no, in week four against the Pittsburgh Steelers, we saw all pro cornerback Jair Alexander. He left the game with a shoulder injury. We haven't seen Darius Smith since week one. And Marquez Valdez-Scanling, he's been out since week three against the 49ers. You know, Josh Myers, he got injured against the Chicago Bears. So the Packers have been dealing with injuries all season long. That was something I thought about, you know, Monday, the early part of Monday. I thought about that, like, man, we got so many injuries and we're not playing our best football just yet. If we can get back some of our key players on the defensive side of the ball, like Zadarius Smith, like Preston Smith, like Jair Alexander, we'll have an opportunity, you know, come December to, you know, gain some chemistry and go on a run when the postseason rolls around. We'll have that opportunity once we get our key players back from injury. And then Monday afternoon, you know, after a great weekend. I had a, I had a great weekend last weekend. Like I have, I was with my son Saturday, took him to rock and jump, had some family time. You know, I'm getting old, so I couldn't really jump too long with my son, even though he loves it. Like he, we go to rock and jump. I mean, he can jump for like at least two hours. I can only last 30 minutes, but I had a ball. I had a ball with my son and my two little cousins who went with me as well. And the Packers again, beat the Washington football team. So I was feeling pretty good. And I'm excited about this matchup going up against the Arizona Cardinals. I was excited. And then all of a sudden, you get the news that Devontae Adams has been added to the COVID list. Because I felt like with Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Jones, we could beat anybody, anywhere. That's how I felt. Like, man, we got Aaron Rodgers, you know, a top five quarterback in the NFL. We got Devontae Adams, the best receiver in pro football. And we got Aaron Jones, you know, one of the best running backs in the NFL, who's not talked about very much, but he is, you know, electric as a running back and has breakaway speed at the running back position. So with those three on the offensive side of the ball, we can win anywhere, anytime. Then Devontae Adams goes on the COVID list. That was Monday afternoon. And then follow that up after a six reception over 50 yard receiving day, not much, but he had a touchdown. And he contributed to the win on Sunday. Alan Lazar goes on the COVID list. And so now, tonight, this is tonight. Everyone except Kevin King and maybe Preston Smith. All pro receiver Devontae Adams is out. All pro left tackle David Bacciari is out. All pro cornerback Jair Alexander is out. All pro outside linebackers Darius Smith is out. Marquez Valdez-Scantling is out. Josh Myers is out, and even defensive coordinator Joe Barry is currently out. I went from being devastated that Devontae Adams was ruled out with COVID to being completely stunned once Alan Lazard went to the COVID list as well. Just stunned. And so, you know, I was thinking about the Packers and the weapons that Aaron Rodgers has to throw the ball to. So now, this is the remaining receivers that's going to be available tonight for the Packers in Arizona. Randall Cobb, he got 14 receptions on the season, 179 receiving yards. Amari Rogers, two receptions, 33 receiving yards. Malik Taylor, two receptions, 
14 receiving yards. And then Equimus St. Brown, one reception, no receiving yard. I mean, that's what we're working with tonight. That's what we're working with. And then when you look at Alan Lazard, although Alan Lazard, he's not an elite receiver, but I believe Alan Lazard can make plays for the Packers in the passing game, and he's a great blocking receiver as well. He really helps you in that running game, being able to run the football with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. On the season, Alan Lazard, 15 receptions, 184 receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns on the season. That's what we're missing from Alan Lazard. And then even when you look at just Devontae Adams, and this also tells you why Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the NFL. Justin Jefferson, he he catches 26% of his team's targets. DeAndre Hopkins, he catches 27% of his team's targets. Stephon Diggs, he catches 29% of his team's targets. Devontae Adams catches 31% of his team's targets. That's the last two years. And then Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, their chemistry in the red zone is the best in the NFL. The last two seasons, Devontae Adams has 17 red zone touchdowns. That's tied for the most for any quarterback receiver duo in the NFL between Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. So the impact of missing Devontae Adams and this crucial matchup in the NFC between the Packers and the Cardinals is significant. It's significant. And so, again, after I saw Alan Lazard be ruled out with COVID because he was a close contact, I was stunned. I was stunned. But then, (laughs) after doing some thinking Tuesday night and then yesterday throughout the entire day, I remember my quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. And as great of a season that Kyler Murray is having, and he is having a tremendous season, he's a legitimate MVP candidate. The Arizona Cardinals are 7-0 because they got Kyler Murray leading them at quarterback. He got 17 touchdowns, five interceptions, over 2,000 yards passing for the season, completing 74% of his passes. But even though he's having such a great season, he's not better than Aaron Rodgers. And so, so far in the season, Aaron Rodgers got 15 touchdowns, three interceptions, over 1,700 passing yards. But that's not the key in this game. The key in this game is looking at how Aaron Rodgers has played even without Devontae Adams being in the lineup. Okay, so this is Aaron Rodgers. In the last six games without Devontae Adams, he's thrown 142 completions, 1,865 passing yards, 17 touchdowns, one interception with the 125 passer rating. The Packers are 6-0 without Devontae Adams. So I had to start thinking about, man, my quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. And make no mistake about it, the only reason why people are still talking about this game and break it down, if the Packers have a chance at winning this game and how competitive this game is going to be, it's because we have a great Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers can overcome multiple, multiple deficiencies for your football team. That's why Aaron Rodgers is not only still a top five quarterback in the NFL, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, and he's the greatest quarterback in Packer 
history. Okay, I love Bart Starr. I love Brett Favre, although Brett Favre broke my heart many, many times. Aaron Rodgers, he relaxes me. He calms me down as a Packers fan. Like, when I used to watch Brett Favre, like, honestly, like, I was on, like, uh, like, I, I, like, I completely, like, was on, like, eggshells. Like, I couldn't even take, play by play, I didn't know when he was going to throw an interception. I know what Brett Favre was going to do. Like, he was a turnover machine because Brett thought he could make every single throw. Aaron protects the football, unlike some other people I know, like, you know, Patrick Mahomes. People think that Aaron, that Patrick Mahomes is better than Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, over the last, you know, 12 starts for Patrick Mahomes, 25 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Aaron Rodgers in his last 51 starts, 107 touchdowns, just 13 interceptions. I thought I'd throw that out there. Y'all know I had, I have to do this. Like, I have to be petty because before the season, we had the top 100 players that were listed. And Patrick Mahomes was ranked above Aaron Rodgers, and he was ranked as the best quarterback in the NFL. And I said it was crazy then, and I'm still saying it's crazy now. Aaron Rodgers is still better than Patrick Mahomes. But we're not going to talk about that. But the only reason that we still have a chance to win this game is because we have the great Aaron Rodgers. So let's talk about keys for the Packers to win this game. One of the keys for the Packers is going to be running the football with Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is a game changer. And so far on the season, he's averaging four and a half yards per carry. And the Packers are going up against an Arizona defense that's ranked 18th against the run. They are great at getting to the passer. They are great at points allowed. But you can run the football on this Arizona Cardinals defense. So that's going to be one of the keys, running the football with Aaron Jones. Also, I want to see Matt LaFleur and Nathaniel Hackett put some formations together where you got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon both in the backfield. You know, I think that's something that the Packers need to do more of. You know, put both of these dynamic running backs in the backfield together. They nickname Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon Thunder and Lightning. So let's put Thunder and Lightning in the backfield together as a formation and see what we can create offensively from that. So that's what I'm looking forward to for the Packers. One of the keys, running the football with Aaron Jones. Again, four and a half yards per carry is impressive. Also, defensively, you must contain Kyler Murray. We know he's legitimate NFL MVP candidate. We know he's one of the best dual threat quarterbacks in the NFL. And, you know, when you talk about young quarterbacks in the NFL, you know, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, you know, Deshaun Watson, if he ever comes back and plays, Kyler Murray deserves to be at the top of that list in that conversation. That's how big time Kyler Murray is. And so, you know, you know, Kyler Murray, he's improved each year since he's been in the NFL. He entered the NFL in 2019. As a rookie, he had an average season, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, you know, over 3,700 passing yards. And then he improved in his sophomore season in the NFL, 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, close to 4,000 passing yards on the season. And then so far this year, MVP candidate, you know, 17 touchdowns, five interceptions. So he's playing some great football. And this team in the years on the Cardinals, they have a balanced team. It's a very, very talented balanced football team you got A.J. Green you also got on the other end of, of, of the receiver position you got 
B-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, he's a top five receiver in the NFL. And then, you know, defensively, they got some, some players on the defensive side of the ball who make plays. They're going to get back Chandler Jones tonight. You got Jordan Hicks at linebacker. You got Byron Murphy, one of the cornerbacks who, who was solid. Buda Baker, you know, at safety. So the Cardinals, they are a very, very talented football team. So it's important for the Packers to be able to contain Kyler Murray. Not stop Kyler Murray, but contain Kyler Murray tonight in order to have a chance. And so those are my two keys for the game tonight. I got one more. The other one's going to be for Randall Cobb to step up for the Green Bay Packers offense. He has to be the go-to receiver that Aaron Rodgers can rely on. You know, like so far on the season, Randall Cobb, he's been okay. Uh, 14 receptions, 179 receiving yards. They're going to need Randall Cobb to step up and be a reliable target for Aaron Rodgers tonight and be someone he can trust, you know, in this game. Because no one else he trusts quite yet. Like Amari Rodgers, he's a rookie out of Clemson, got a lot of talent. But Aaron doesn't trust Amari just yet. You got Malik Taylor. He's inconsistent. St. Brown is inconsistent as well. So Randall Cobb has to be that veteran receiver to step up in a game of this magnitude and be that reliable target for Aaron Rodgers. So those are my keys. Run the football with Aaron Jones on that 18th-ranked defense against the run. Contain Kyler Murray. And then Randall Cobb get involved, you know, in the passing game for them to have a chance. That's what you, that's what's going to need to happen. And also prayer. <laughs> Packers going to need some prayer tonight. And, I, and this is coming from a Packers fan. I, I love my Packers, but tonight we undermanned tonight. We undermanned tonight. And Arizona, if we see them again, they'll get our best shot. Healthy. We'll get our best shot healthy. But big-time matchup tonight, NFL on Fox, 8-15, Packers at Cardinals. Looking forward to it. Um, you know, let's go predictions, okay? It's time for predictions. When it comes to this game, 6-1 and one Packers, Cardinals 7-0. and Y'all know I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers. You know I ain't betting against Aaron. I'm rolling with the Packers to beat the Arizona Cardinals tonight, 27 to 24 in Arizona. It's going to be a close game throughout, but I think Aaron Rodgers is going to pull it out. And I said this yesterday, I made this post. Right now, NFL MVP candidates, Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, you know, Lamar Jackson, maybe Josh Allen, Dak Prescott. If Aaron Rodgers tonight beats the Arizona Cardinals, who are undefeated without his top two weapons in Alan Lazard and Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers will have a seat at the MVP table right now. He'll have a seat. He, he will be able to sit down with Tom Brady and Kyler Murray and say, hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to him to the party. Like, I'm here. I'm in the MVP conversation now because this would be a signature win for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, especially without his two weapons. Like, that's what's got me the most excited about this matchup. Of course, I would prefer to have the best receiver in the NFL in Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, who's a solid receiver as well for the Packers. Of course, I would love to have those two in the mix tonight. But since they're not in the mix, it gives Aaron Rodgers an opportunity to prove why he is still a top five quarterback in the NFL and a legitimate NFL MVP every single season. So I'm excited about it. Playing with house money tonight. 
Packers playing with house money. Anybody who's gambling tonight, they taking the Cardinals with that six and a half. Good luck betting against Aaron Rodgers. So I want to switch gears. I want to talk about Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. The Bengals having a good season this year. You know, they five and two on the season. They sit at the top of the standings right now in the AFC North. They're coming off a dominant performance over the Baltimore Ravens, winning 41 to 17. And so, you know, a lot of times when a team is doing well, a lot of times we have overreactions. And all this week, I've been hearing Bengal fans tell me about how Joe Burrow is better than Lamar Jackson. And the only reason why we're hearing this is because the Bengals right now, they five and two. And not only are they at the top of the AFC North, they are at the top of the AFC standings currently. And so people are actually trying to say that these are, a lot of these are Bengal fans, but they are trying to say that Joe Burrow is better than Lamar Jackson. And it had me thinking like, what? Like, what, like, it's a, like if you want to say the Bengals are the best team in the AFC North, I'm okay with that. If you want to say the Bengals are the best team right now in the AFC, I'm okay with that. Although I still believe the Titans and the Bills are better than the Bengals. But if you want to say the Bengals are the best team in the AFC right now, like that's not far-fetched. But hearing Bengal fans say that Joe Burrow is better than Lamar Jackson, that's where you lose me. That's where it's like, what? Like, what have you watched over the last four years since Lamar Jackson has been in the NFL? So let's talk about Joe Burrow versus Lamar Jackson. So Joe Burrow, he won a Heisman Trophy in 2019 at LSU, and he was sensational in that season. 60 touchdowns, only six interceptions, completing 76% of his passes. And y'all know on that LSU Tigers team, he had Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He had Justin Jefferson, and he had Jameer Chase. But Joe Burrow was great in his Heisman season for the LSU Tigers. He won the college football national championship game. He also won the national championship MVP. He was great in that game. And, you know, when you look at his college career, Joe Burrow, everything that I see is 2019. He won his Heisman Trophy in 2019. The Maxwell Award, 2019. The Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award, 2019. Davey O'Brien Award, 2019. The Manning Award, 2019. Lombardi Award, 2019. AP College Football Player of the Year, 2019. Sporting News, College Football Player of the Year, 2019. SEC Championship Game, 2019. 2019 Fiesta Bowl Offensive MVP. 2019 Peach Bowl Offensive MVP. I mean, unanimous All-American, 2019. You look everywhere on Joe Burrow's resume in college, his accolades was in 2019. Dare I say that Joe Burrow was a late bloomer? He was a late bloomer. Now, in the NFL, in 17 starts, Joe Burrow has played great. 30 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, completing 67% of his passes. And he's a proven winner. He is one of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL. But he is not better than Lamar Jackson. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson and his great 
football career, not just NFL career, but great football career. Lamar Jackson, he's a two-time ACC Player of the Year award winner. He's a two-time Offensive Player of the Year award winner as well. In college, when he got drafted by the Baltimore Ravens, there were a lot of people that said, oh, Lamar can't throw. He's not really a quarterback. He's a running back. He's not really a quarterback. And so all Lamar Jackson did was ball out in his 2019 NFL MVP season. And these are some of the records that Lamar Jackson broke. He has the most single season rushing yards by a quarterback with 1,206 rushing yards. That's a record that was previously held by Michael Vick. Lamar Jackson broke that in his MVP season. He has the most single season rushing attempts by quarterback with 176. That was in his MVP season as well. He has the most 1,000 yard rushing seasons by quarterback with two. The man has had two 1,000 uh, yard rushing seasons. And then he has the most games with the perfect passer rating in the same season with two. It happened in his MVP season as well with Ben Roethlisberger. And so far in his NFL career, Lamar Jackson, 78 touchdowns, 23 interceptions, completing 64% of his passes with 101 passer rating. And then he's a great playmaker as well. He has 21 rushing touchdowns, 3,386 rushing yards for his career. And in the four years since he's been in the NFL, he's been to the playoffs three out of his four years. And his playoff record is not impressive. It's not impressive. He's one and three in the postseason, three touchdowns, five interceptions, completing 56% of his passes. Not impressive at all, at all. But he won his first playoff game last year against the Tennessee Titans, and you got to crawl before you walk. So this year, if the Ravens get to the postseason, I expect Lamar, you know, to possibly win a playoff game, depending on the matchup. But when you talk about Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, not only has he had a better football career so far than Joe Burrow, from a football standpoint, Joe Burrow has more weapons than Lamar Jackson, especially with all the injuries the Ravens are currently dealing with. And they still are five and two. They are tied, Cincinnati Bengals, record-wise. They're tied. But Joe Burrow has way more weapons than Lamar Jackson. Joe Burrow, he has Jameer Chase, the best rookie receiver in the NFL and probably is going to win rookie of the year. He has Joe Mixon, who's better than any other running backs that the Ravens currently have. Right now, the, the, the Ravens, <laughs> they got senior citizens playing running back. They got Le'Veon Bell. They got Latavius Murray. Give me a break. And then also Burrow has Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. So he has more weapons to throw the ball to than Lamar Jackson. And so those are two reasons alone why Lamar Jackson is still better than Joe Burrow. He's more accomplished than Joe Burrow as a football player overall. And Joe Burrow has more weapons than Lamar Jackson currently does right now. And they both have the same record. Both got the same record. And so you look at this Ravens team right now and, you know, what they're currently dealing with, you know, Lamar Jackson, he's been 
overcoming so many injuries. You remember in the in, in the preseason, J.K. Dobbins, he tore his ACL. Gus Edwards, he is out for the season with a knee injury. And then Sammy Watkins, he's dealing with a thigh injury right now. Nick Boyle, the tight end, he has a knee injury. You know, offensive tackle Ronnie Staley, he has an ankle injury. Defensive end, you know, Derek Wolf dealing with a hit back injury. Marcus Peters, he's out for the season with the ACL injury. He's a solid defensive back. So Lamar is doing more with less than Lamar Jackson is. So my question for all those people who are saying that Joe Burrow is better than Lamar Jackson, can Joe Burrow at least get the Bengals to the playoffs first? Can he at least win a playoff game? Forget about winning an NFL MVP. Don't even worry about that. Can he at least get the Bengals to the playoffs and win a playoff game before we can start saying that he's better than Lamar Jackson, one of the most dynamic players we've ever seen at the quarterback position? That's an overreaction. And I've been hearing it from Bengal fans since they beat the Baltimore Ravens Sunday afternoon. We want to talk about an overreaction and being prisoners of the moment. I'm not going to be a prisoner of the moment and say that Joe Burrow is better than Lamar Jackson. Lamar is still the better quarterback between the two. Now, if you want to break down the game and say that Joe Burrow is a better pocket passer than Lamar, that's fine. I understand that. I still would say Lamar Jackson is better than Joe Burrow, but Lamar Jackson, honestly, is a very underrated passer. He's gotten better at throwing a ball, you know, from the pocket this season. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL at throwing a ball from the pocket. So this whole perception of Lamar, you know, it's time for it to come to an end. Lamar can throw the ball from the pocket just like any of the other elite quarterbacks in the NFL. He's big time. He really, really is. And if before the loss on Sunday, I had Lamar at the top of my, my MVP conversation because of the injuries that the Ravens currently have on their team. Joe Burrow's still not better than Lamar Jackson. Please pump the brakes on that. Let's see if Joe Burrow can win the AFC North, make the playoffs, and win a playoff game before you can tell me that he's better than Lamar Jackson. I ain't worried about the MVP. We ain't gonna go that far. But that's what I need. Everybody, remember, go follow Wise Guys on Twitter at WiseGuys underscore H, also on Facebook, Wise Guys. And be sure to follow Wise Guys on Instagram at These Guys Know Sports. That's my show for tonight. I'm going to come on tomorrow and do a recap of the Packers Cardinals game from tonight. Again, I got Packers beating the Arizona Cardinals 27 to 24. Y'all know I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers. You know, I've done that before in the past, and he's made me regret. And I have to remember who my quarterback is. So, hell yeah, I'm rolling with the Packers to win tonight and get an upset victory in the desert tonight. And Aaron Rodgers creeping his way until that NFL MVP conversation. This is Trey Larkins from Wise Guy Sports, live here on the World Wise Sports Network. Everybody, remember, go and follow Wise Guys on Twitter at WiseGuys underscore H. Also on Facebook, Wise Guys. Be sure to follow Wise Guys on Instagram with these guys, no sports. I'll be back on live tomorrow recapping the Packers-Cardinals game and also giving you my week eight wise picks and talking about some of the big games that we have this upcoming weekend. Enjoy the game tonight. Have a great one. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.